0: You're listening to Destination Church Belfast weekly podcast. You can find us at www.destinationchurchbelfast.co.uk. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Happy listening. So here we are, first message of uh, 2021. Thank the Lord that it's a new year. It's going to bring new things. And I have to say, uh, this is one of my favorite messages to give and I'm giving my prophetic sense, as Andrew said. And then next week, Andrew, I'll give his and we'll post that um, as a video on YouTube next week. I wanted to suggest to you that feel free to take notes if that's helpful for you. If it's not a helpful process, then obviously you don't need to do that. But the notes are also available to you. And if you want them, just send me a message and I'll get them to you. Now, before we move on to 2021, or we look at 2021, I want us to just glance back at 2020. So what about last year? Last year, we prophesied that it was the year of grace and that it was the year of balance. And I said this last January, and I want to say it again, we need to develop the skill of evaluating and assessing as to how well we participated with God in the year that finished. Why do we need to do that? Well, we want to realize where we missed and resisted God's activity in our lives. We do need to mourn for that, as in go, learn from it, and then posture ourselves not to do it again. And we don't dwell there. We don't want to stay in the place of, oh, no, I got it wrong again, because you then have slipped into condemnation, and God doesn't do that. He brings conviction unto life. So we remember that we are a Romans 8-1 people, that there's no condemnation, no guilty verdict, nor punishment for those who are in Jesus Christ. That means for those who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. And remember that Proverbs 15-4, a deceptive tongue crushes you. So as you remember, if there's any element of crushing, you want to ditch that. The wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, peace-loving. So we want to celebrate the victories, Did you have any victories last year? You did. Whether you think it or not, you're still here. That is a victory in and of itself. We want to recognize that we do not miss it all of the time. The minute that you step into absolutes, you're not seeing things as they actually are. You want to realize that you haven't given up, you're still on the journey, and you want to receive confidence from God that we can and will continue and will overcome if we choose to remain. Yes and amen. Yes. Looking for nodding heads, okay? So you're still on the journey, and the enemy hasn't got you. He hasn't forever got parts of your life. He must give them up if you choose to keep going on the journey, okay? Proverbs 3.26 says, For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And John 15.4, Remain in me and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. So I want to give you a brief teaching about the prophetic. Again, we always do this because we always want to be able to pull everything that we do back to Scripture. John Wimber, who uh, really started the Vineyard Movement, commented that that the prophetic is the supernatural ability to speak the mind of God by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It's the supernatural ability to speak the mind of God by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And why should we be after a prophetic sense of anything? Well, it's a biblical command, and we at DCB seek to be a prophetic community. Yes and amen. I'll just do the nodding thing. Hopefully you'll all go, yes, yes, come on. Jeremiah 33.3, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. And 1 Corinthians 14.1, follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit, especially that you might prophesy, especially that you might prophesy. It's a byproduct of relationship. Jesus said that he's divine and we're the branches. When we remain in him, we'll bear much fruit. Apart from him, we can't do anything. And John 5.19, which is really nearly like our strapline, is... Um, Truly, I tell you that the son cannot do anything by himself unless he sees the father doing it. For whatever the father does, the son does also. And it's also part of God's sovereign plan for us to know. Amos 3.7 says, Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Okay? Prophetic words require a response They're an invitation from the Lord for us to participate with him in the manifestation of his kingdom. And the response bit is our part, our receipt and acceptance of the message that is delivered. And we cannot make it happen. We can't force God's hand. We can't manipulate him. He's far too intelligent for that. It's God's job to do it, but we can mess it up. So often when someone prophesies something to me, I'll say I'll receive that because the actual act of receiving it by my words is an embracing of it. You want to make agreement with this if you want to make agreement with this. And I believe that this is on and that it's a good word and we want to respond practically to it in our day-to-day lives. And now you're here as well. And uh, Andrew and I are here to lead you, I'm here to pastor you, so I would encourage you to receive what I'm going to say to you, okay? And We give our prophetic sense in order that you might know what God is up to in the year ahead, so that you can prepare for his activity, you can recognize his activity, embrace his activity, partner with him in the coming year, and then realize the fruit of being a disciple of Jesus Christ okay shall we move on everybody good so i believe that 2021 is a year to ready and release your hallelujah and i find that for me the statement hallelujah has so many negative connotations and i'm telling you that because it's not something that you would regularly hear me shout when we're in church together that it's not when we're in the middle of worship that i go hallelujah it's not a word that i would typically use and i want to highlight that because i believe that that's not coming out of the nature of my personality for me it has so many religious associations of false positives and a statement that people don't really understand that's often reserved for the super spirituals and i i thought that it really was an outdated phrase that belonged in biblical times and i want to confess to you that i am absolutely wrong The definition of hallelujah is found in the Old Testament and the New, or the word is found in the Old Testament and the New. And in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word, it's two words, and it's halal and it's yah. Halal means to shine, to begin to shine, or to praise Yahweh. The Hebrew hallelujah is generally translated as praise the Lord, but halal means to shine, to flash, to radiate, or to have bright or clear light to be visible psalm 106 verse 48 blessed be the lord the god of israel from everlasting to everlasting let all the people say amen hallelujah in the new testament hallelujah apparently hallelujah isn't quite correct it's hallelujah literally means praise yahweh transliterated as hallelujah And it's an adoring exclamation, okay? So 2021 is a year to ready and release your hallelujah or alleluia. Revelation nineteen one after this I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting, Alleluia, salvation and glory and power belong to our God. And I want to pick up on the word adore, which means to love and respect someone deeply. So you've got the two meanings. One means to shine forth or to make light clear and visible. The other uh, in the New Testament is an exclamation of adoration, of adoring, of deep respect and love for someone that you know now this is a movie reference so i haven't done this for a while but i thought it's a new year so as a child i loved superman i remember getting a superman outfit when i was about four years old and being deeply disappointed that i couldn't fly and i literally used to rest on the armchair and the arm of the armchair with my arm out and was able to balance myself and fly loved superman absolutely loved him now we're talking about christopher reeves which is a while ago I loved especially the parts in the movie where he exercised the powers that he had. And he always did it in loving response to need for the good of those that he served. Do you remember the scene where the, the, maybe you don't, but I'm going to explain it anyway. The factory that went on fire, he goes to the lake, he blows on the lake, he lifts it up from its end and then flies it over to the top of the factory that's on fire and it rains down on top of it and puts the fire out i'm on my own. it's all right i love it anyway he being superman didn't do it to serve his own self-interests and as a child i would shout at the tv some words of praise or encouragement for superman to be the fullness and express the fullness of what he was capable being capable of doing to change the evil circumstances for good and i could get involved by giving my encouragement When my previous experience and knowledge of him created an expectancy for the fulfillment of what he was capable of doing. Because I had seen his power in action before, I was able to go, go on, you can do it. Are you going to use your laser vision or is it the man of steel strength or is it the ability to fly, fly around the world and alter the course of history? I loved Superman, so much so that when I went to a friend's house, I think my mom used to say, please don't ask him to put Superman on. I couldn't get enough of him. Hallelujah means shine God, be bright and show yourself strong. And it comes from a heart that loves him and adores him. 2021 is the year to ready and release your hallelujah in response and expectation of him from a place of intimate relationship with him. Let me say that again. 2021 is a year to ready and release your hallelujah in response and expectation of him from a place of intimate relationship with him. And I've got several key verses. You can write these down. Isaiah 64, 4. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. Isaiah 49, 23, then you will know that I am the Lord and those who hope in me will not be disappointed. Psalm 106, 48, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say amen, hallelujah. And Revelation 19:6. and I heard a sound like the roar of a great multitude, like the rushing of many waters, like a mighty rumbling of thunder, crying out hallelujah. For our Lord God, the Almighty reigns. And in that particular context, it's a prophetic statement that was heard by the Apostle John in the past about the future commenting on an ever-present reality. So this hits on what's happened, what is happening, and what will happen. And then let me tie this into what Jesus said. Luke eleven two, 2 your kingdom come. So you're ready and release your not somebody else's hallelujah in response and expectation of him. God wants you to have your hallelujah, your shine God on your lips in response, not reaction to his activity in your life. And then request with expectation for his involvement and action in your life and the lives of those around you. And the primary effect of this prophetic word should be and will be the creation of expectation to the activity of God. God desires to start faith. Is that happening for anybody just in your early receipt of this message? Thank you, Isaac. Childlike faith that trusts in the one who will act, but possesses the maturity to consistently exercise the patience required to remain present until what's being waited for has been realized relieve the pressure or release the treasure or reveal the treasure god wants to bring healing to your disappointments due to misplaced faith and trust disappointment is a very powerful thing and as i meditated on it this morning it masquerades as maturity and shuts down most of the qualities of love 1 Corinthians 13 says, love always hopes, always trusts, always perseveres, rejoices with the truth and never fails. If you're disappointed, it's going to be very hard for you to do those things. God wants to bring understanding to you. And understanding typically releases grace. And this understanding will come at the point of death to your own self-interests which is a funeral song to your soul and as a celebration to your spirit. That's Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. That we uh, will not lean on our understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he will make our path straight. And God invites you to hope again, to dare to expect that he's better than you've yet experienced, And I prophesy to you that the fruit of your decision to hope in him and trust him like never before will be far-reaching and its activity in the fullness of your life will be beyond your perception. It'll bring healing to your past and your present and it will pull, I want you to notice and really let me underline this phrase, it will pull the fragments of your life back into wholeness again in Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. So ready your hallelujah, shine God. Your request will become a declaration that will release the reality of the shining presence of God around you, in you, and through you. Okay? So ready and release it. The action of readying and releasing your hallelujah is also an act of creation. God has placed the power of life and death in the tongue, Proverbs 18, 21. And he created all that we can see through the power of the word, which is John 1. And you're made in his image. So ready your hallelujah and release it. And let's not be religious. It's not about us all saying hallelujah together in some similar imitated way. It's about the heart of the word. It's a request and a declaration for God to shine. It's a word of praise and it's an adoring exclamation. So ready and release your hallelujah. The second part of this is to ready and release yours, not somebody else's. So you need to figure out what yours is, your hallelujah, from a place of intimate relationship with him. God wants intimate relationship with you that will evoke your hallelujah and your adoring exclamation. So unless you believe that more is possible, you're going to remain at the current level of relationship that you're experiencing, which like all things, unless it progresses, will decline. There's actually, plateau is a very, very short and small part of any process, it will start to decline. It happens in friendship. It can happen in marriage. It can happen in family relationships. And it'll happen in your relationship with God if you don't attend to it. So let's pause corporately together for a moment. We want to be aware of our thoughts. So you want to hold any condemnation captive, okay? This is not about condemnation. Condemnation brings death. It's of the enemy. God brings life. Conviction brings life because God's for you. He's running towards you. He's desperate to embrace you. He wants to tell you that it's going to be all right. He's an amazing daddy. Let him wipe away the tears from your eyes and the muck from your face. Let him take off the old worn out clothes and give you fresh garments that are designed to fit you. He has lots that he wants to share with you. And he wants to help you overcome what has overcome you. So he's for you in all of this. So that you can speak out your adoring exclamation of hallelujah in increasing knowledge of what our God is actually really capable of. And the result of all of this Psalm 22, verse 3 But you are holy, you who inhabit the praises of Israel. God, by his own declaration, dwells, lives in, and occupies the praises of his people. Our praises, if we choose to offer them, will cause the manifestation of his presence in places that have not yet witnessed his manifest presence. And Psalm 40, verse 2 to 5, this is powerful stuff in light of this prophetic word. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the one who has made the Lord his trust. He hasn't turned to the proud, nor to those who lapse into falsehood. Many, O oh Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done and the plans you have for us. None can compare to you. If I proclaim and declare them, they're more than I can count. So place your trust in him this year with all of your might. The fruit of your trust will manifest in the declaration of your hallelujah, which result in many, not a few. Many, many will see. They'll fear, as in the beginning of wisdom, which causes people to put their trust in the Lord and when we trust God until a thing is completed until a season has passed and has moved on and reached its completion until we've realized the end of the matter being better than its beginning when we do that we open up the trail to others and prophesy to them that the same is possible for them okay are you all still with me So 2021 in closing is the year for you to ready and release your hallelujah in response and expectation of him from a place of intimate relationship with him. So can I ask us all to stand and respond? okay come holy spirit we ask that you would uh, bring your confirmation to this word we want to receive this prophetic word in jesus name and i'd encourage you that if you want to receive it then communicate that to him that this is the year to ready and release your hallelujah in response and expectation of him from a place of intimate relationship with them, And God, we say that I think that this year has had its uh, wearying effects on us. And there's places where we've become hurt and disappointed, where the famine of personal relationship and touch in those relationships of hugs and reassuring hands, of seeing and being in the physical presence of each other. God, you promised that in famine that we wouldn't really feel the effects of it. So we call you to account for that. And you've said that those who hope in you will not be disappointed. And we want to know who you are and what you're capable of. Just like the Superman that I got to know as a child. God, nothing is impossible with you or for you. And all things are possible for you. And Jesus, you told us to ask the Father for his kingdom to come. So Lord, we stand on our senses to ready and release our hallelujah, to exclaim from a place of adoration, to, to not command, but to declare and request that you shine forth, that you be bright, that you flash like light lightning, that you illuminate the things in darkness, that your light brings healing and warmth to us. That it thaws out the things that have become frozen in darkness, that it brings life and destroys the things of death. We raise our hallelujah as our soul man dies, as we die to our own self interest on a daily, moment by moment basis. And we choose to be expectant that you are the God who acts that since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for you. So we choose to be patient and to wait for you, that our expectation and hope would increase rather than decrease and diminish. So Holy Spirit, rest on us. Let this word flow through our veins and become part of us let it be a precursor to what Andrew would release to us in the message next week. Can we say amen to that? Amen. Thank you, everybody. You have been listening to Destination Church Belfast weekly podcast. Remember to check us out at www.destinationchurchbelfast.co.uk and have a great week.